Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sights on Sinnoh, episode 51 of this podcast as we head towards Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. This week, as we cover episode 33 of the anime, uh, Battle Dimension specifically, I'm joined by Manny. How are you today? Doing pretty good. Uh, just finishing watching uh, Scary Ghost videos caught on camera. Oh, and, okay. Uh, in, in honor of, of the name of this title, so I thought, you know, I fight <laughs> fear with fear. <laughs> um, yes. And I, w- I will admit, I was a, uh, a bit uh, freaked out. <laughs> Even, oh, okay. Even with the uh, the sun out and whatnot, but again, the theme we're fighting fear with fear. We we're doing a lot of things this episode. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I, uh-huh. I like I like the Japanese title better. It's uh, oh, what? it's it's called Gliger Wings of Friendship, which ah is is that a nicer tone. Way- yeah, yeah, that sounds way more pleasant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Right? They could have kept that. Um, yeah, that's a theme of most of the series. With the Japanese titles probably being a little better or smoother. But we'll, we'll talk about that more as we go through. So, this is an interesting episode for a few reasons. We are following up on kind of what happened last time, which was that Don caught a new Pokemon. Yes, which I was super, 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 super excited to see. Um, I think for me, Johto is probably my favorite gen, just based on the fact that it was confirmation that Pokemon wasn't ending just with the 151. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember... The episode where where Professor Oak reveals that Johto existed, just just the joy and amazement of like, oh man, like new Pokemon, like we're gonna get to see new new Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So I think just because it's it's the the gen that follows after the original 151, it uh, held a special place in my heart for me. So Johto will always be my favorite, and Swinub is definitely one of those. I think for me every. Johto Pokemon, I think their design, I just love. So mm. anytime I get to see a Johto Pokemon, uh, I'm always excited. And, and finding out that, that she caught a Swinub, um, I did remember parts of it, um, but not seeing this episode specifically. So mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm pr- really glad that she added it to her team. Originally in Johto, I wanted Ash to add it to his team. But mm. I'm, glad, I'm glad we finally got it on, on one of the, the main characters' teams. Although yeah. I just hope I hope she she keeps it as a pyloswine because uh, <laughs> not a big fan of mammal swine. So hopefully really? she hopefully she finds an Everstone and and uh, keeps it on pyloswine. I definitely prefer mammal swine to pyloswine. We get a bit of a peek of what we know about swine up here, which is that it's very hungry, tries to steal Piplup's food, and Turtwig intervenes, being like, no. <laughs> And everyone's like, "That's Turtwig." Yeah, it. Uh, you know, poor Piplup was was about to fall victim to mm-hmm. uh, Swinub's uh, gluttony, but uh, Turtwig <laughs> being the the guardian of of the the forest and still doing its job was just like, "Yo, like I gotta I gotta step in and and keep the peace." Right. 
And while that's happening, everyone else realizes that Gligar seems to be missing. And they look around. It's everyone's just enjoying their lunch. Just a, a fun little look at all their Pokemon, really. And then <laughs> Gligar just comes crashing into Ash out of nowhere, which is his whole stick, basically. Yeah, but I, he's he's excited. Yeah, and and I'm going to assume that it was probably training on its own before uh, realizing that it was lunchtime, and then it just came excited to see Ash. And landed on right. his face. And it wanted to show Ash that it learned X's. Yeah, oh, that's true. That's right. Because it was it was um, showing off the X-Scissor. That's true. Right. And that, Yeah, that's why I also assumed, oh, it, it like trained or something and found that it, it learns this new move. Um, well, technically, mm-hmm. it already had it because it used it against Gliscor. Did it? Yeah, because remember I asked you if it was pronounced Cross-Scissor? Oh, I thought that was okay. Why is it? Why is Ash so? Um, I think it was he was just right. like, oh, you've been training with your crosses or. Oh, I yeah, see. I think that was the feeling of it. Oh, it was more like, oh, it's it's it looks more powerful now. Yeah, or something. I think that's what it was. It was like, oh, you've been training it up, um, your move. That's true. Than, okay. That- yeah, because I feel if it was new, he would have said like, oh, you learned. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was that was confusing for me because I was like, oh, is is this like new for Glygar? But I guess he, it just it's more visible that he, he knows X's or now, I guess. Yeah. Um which okay, that that even brings into more into question what uh <laughs> what happens later in this episode. But Brock kind of points out that it seems like Glygar was encouraged to to get stronger after facing off Gliscor and losing which <laughs> we get a flashback to and immediately Gligar gets kind of depressed about yeah you see <laughs> you see Gligar is like so proud of like showing off uh, it's crosses to Ash and Brock brings up the defeat and, <laughs> and all of a sudden yeah. uh, it's mood and just like changes and he's crying he's like why Brock why why did you have to <laughs> remind me um, yeah, like, I, I was so happy. I, I really was mastering X-Scissor, and you just yeah. came in like that. <laughs> and it's it's cool that, that they kept its uh, Japanese voice actor. Uh, oh, for Gligar? Yeah, for Gligar. And I think oh, Buizel, I think Buizel is, is the same voice actor as well. Really? I think so. They sound, If not, they sound very similar. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's cool that, that they uh, they get to keep at least some of them. Um, like with yeah. Pikachu as well. I mean, Pikachu was probably the first, and they probably weren't planning on keeping it for the English dub, but I guess it was just at the time already established. Um, so yeah, right. it's, it's really it's really cool to see uh, when when they keep some of the the Japanese uh, voice actors that voice some of the Pokemon. Nice. Okay. Yeah, because I know that in the Japanese version, isn't it Bakugo's voice actor who does Weasel? If it is, then I had no idea. Oh, um, I thought I thought you're the one who told me that. No, no, no. I said Weasel reminded me of of Bakugo. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like it's characteristic. Never mind. Not that, yeah, not <laughs> that it was voiced. No, that would have been cool though. Um, well, it no, looks no, no, like. No. It, it is the same voice actor, actually. Uh, English For and Weasel. Japanese. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, then it does sound 
And Same it's yeah. Kiyotaka Furushima. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, okay, so that was right then. But And I can totally see him being Bakugo, but I don't think that's it. <laughs> oh, he... Oh! Oh, that's, that's really funny, though. You know who he does play? It's someone from My Hero. Oh, I think I think I know who it's um the tape dude, right? Yeah, Sarah. Yeah. So so that guy um voices Paul in the in the sub as well. Oh yeah. So he, oh yeah. He's the Japanese he's a Japanese voice actor for Paul as well. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, in the sub, okay. Yeah, yeah. No. So he So yeah, and then I was like and you you can't really tell just because of, of his tone is more like lower and mm-hmm. a bit more serious right and then when you hear Sero talk it's like completely different so I mean kudos to voice actors like being able to manipulate their voices like that because I don't think I'd be able to do something like that yeah exactly that amount of control is, is definitely keen and in this episode the reason we're talking so much about Weasel is because Gligar looks really amped to train and battle so Ash is like, hey, well, let's do get some practice in and calls in Weasel to be Gligar's training partner. So they have a bit of a spar match to start. Yeah, um, we see a very, very pumped up uh, Gligar mm-hmm. and uh, Ash uh, kind of motivating it like, you know, like, let's do this. Like, don't be too afraid. Just face it head on. And... Uh, it's motivated at first, but tragically, um, it doesn't go its way. It's immediately intimidated by Buizel's intensity. Yeah, and and I don't even think Buizel was like trying to intimidate it. It's probably just yeah. like looked at looked at it, but Gligar just kind of felt <laughs> it. And and I wonder, we- like, with this mm-hmm. entire episode, like, I wonder if if it's a a youngling, um, Ash's Gligar, or if it's, that's just its personality. I feel like it might be because it was always the last one in the group um, when we saw it flying around and avoiding, like, the city that it was in. Um, Like, he was always just the last one to find out, like, everyone's leaving and stuff like that. So it's either the the youngling or, like, the runt of the family. Uh, And here we see Gligar trying to go in with X-Scissor just like kind of swinging its hands but, <laughs> but Buizel just backflips and continues dodging. Yeah because in it, it it's not I don't think it was said in the, the English version but in the Japanese version um, Ash tells it to use it continuously. Oh that makes more yeah, sense. Which is why it keeps doing that. I see okay. Oh he, he's, he does say use X-Scissor and keep it going in English. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, then I, I uh, didn't hear that as well. Right, I, I missed that too. So then Buizo goes in for an aqua jet, and Gligar's just again spooked out by Buizo and runs over to Ash for for safety. So they both get hit by uh, Buizo's aqua jet, and Gli- and Ash is just like Gligar, what what's happening? Like, what's wrong with you? And Gligar starts crying. Yeah, I mean first. At first, I was uh, expecting Buizel to kind of stop midair, but I'm assuming mm. it can't stop Aqua Jet that easily. 
Mm-hmm. So tragically, um, Ash and Pikachu both had to uh, kind of suffer. And then, yeah, we do see like Ash kind of getting upset. And I feel like that's the the um, the aspect of how strict the Japanese culture is uh, when it comes to to things like that, like uh, training and and um, uh, manners and and kind of being like proper etiquette i guess so they had to find a way to kind of give him a reasoning for kind of being upset but it did get i feel like it did it was a bit too far that he was kind of upset because the way that he spoke to it huh. um and then we see we see don just come in and kind of baby it kind of calls out that he doesn't want to spoil glygar too much yeah and he, he he definitely calls her out of the Japanese version. He goes, uh, Hikari, don't spoil it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas here he's pretty much telling Brock, like, I don't want to spoil it. Right. And Brock um, says, well, you also can't treat it too harshly because that's not going to help either. Yeah. And then that that's why I kind of got like this whole, is it a baby? Is it just mm-hmm. like a youngling or is, was it just like not as good as any of the other Gligars, because you kind of it is kind of like raising a child like you <laughs> don't want to be too strict but at the same time you don't want to be too uh lenient with with a child um so we kind of got a glimpse of of ash kind of having to play the the mean parent here or the strict parent not the mean parent the strict parent yeah yeah he 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 has love and affection for Gligar, but he's not gonna like uh dry up its tears or or come running to it whenever it's it's afraid or or sad right like i can understand ash at some level being kind of frustrated because gligar's the one who kind of wanted this training but then it keeps it keeps just like quitting as as they try to do some practice moves um even like as it goes in for a steel wing, it just gets scared of Turtwig, like, getting ready to take the hit, and <laughs> immediately changes direction instead, and uh, goes into Ash as it starts crying again. Yeah, and and for some reason, Pikachu decided to uh, try to, I guess, uh run for the day because i don't know why pikachu would have ran with ash yeah why was um, ash <laughs> yeah like pikachu could have easily just stood there and not done anything well because you know it uh it's pretty small so glagger wouldn't hit it in its uh direct direction right uh, so that but it still it was it was it was very comedical because you know ash is like I think he got mm-hmm. flashbacks to the main trick, and he's like, "No, not me, not me. Go over there, go attack, tur- attack Turtwig." And uh, yeah, and and we we hear like a joke from Don saying like, "Oh, like it shows." I think it, what was it? Something about it finally flying straight. Which is yeah, <laughs> she's like, of all the times, Gligar finally oh, yeah. flies finally straight. straight. It's yeah. not the direction we wanted to. <laughs> Yeah, so that was a bit of uh, a comedic relief, but I yeah. I feel like the first the first time he got upset wasn't justified. I feel like he probably would have been like, "Oh hey, what's wrong? Like why are you like this?" And I yeah, think 
I think the second time kind of justifies it, but he was a bit more mad. So right. I feel like if if he would have had the 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 vocal uh, tone of the first time, it would have fit this part better because at this point it sounded like he was just like furious with his Pokemon. Right. Like he's telling him to stop crying. You gotta start toughening up. And Gligar just as as Ash is like, let's try once more. Gligar just upset in closed captions uh, flies away into the forest. And we see Team Rocket is spying on them. Yeah, the which kind of didn't make sense that they wanted mm-hmm. Gligar after uh, yeah. wanting it to get beat up a couple of <laughs> episodes ago. Right. Um, but I did like the the whole reasoning for, for Meowth wanting to get it for, for Giovanni. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part is that Jesse breaks the fourth wall in this. Yeah, well, she said something, but I, I don't remember what she said. Yeah, Meowth is like, um, I just thought the perfect way to use Gligar. And Jesse says, I'm sensing a cha- uh, I'm sensing oh, a that's theme right. change. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sensing a theme change. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> See, I like, I like that, the, that the, the English version breaks the fourth wall a lot. Because in, yeah. in the Japanese, she doesn't say that. She's just like, oh, well, what's your plan? Oh, interesting. Um, but oh, yeah, but I do wish they would add the the comedy that Meow does during his storytellings in the Japanese, because he at one point he's like, "Oh, uh, Giovanni will be while while Giovanni is sleeping like a dreaming girl," um, and then the sun comes up, and then that's when they use Gliger. I thought it was funny that he used the analogy of of Giovanni sleeping like a dreaming girl. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, but I I do wonder what he meant by that. Yeah. Huh. Maybe that's like a localization thing. Yeah, probably. But I thought it was funny. Um, Meowth <laughs> is very funny in, in the Japanese version. Interesting. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I wasn't sure what the... I, I'm, I, I was kind of curious, now that you say it, about what that... Um, what those Team Rocket scenes kind of look like in, in Japanese. But here they start looking for Gligar, so Staravia takes off into the air and leads them to where it's spotted. Our poor crying scorpion. And did you have any idea that this character was going to be here today? <laughs> no, I did not, and I was so glad to see him. I was like, whoa. It's, yeah. It's, as it's Don poetry to, guy. Yeah, as Don <laughs> refers to him. Send to you, boy. Yeah. Right. Poetry guy. Or poetry guy's grandson, I think is what yeah. you says. And um, I'm like, oh my god, Don, stop it. And this is this is his original voice actor, right? Uh I don't know. I'll I'll look it up, like, but I feel like Gary mm-hmm. sounded a bit like he does now, but a little more toned down in the Indigo Plateau. Okay. Because I do uh, know that he, he shares the same voice with the current James. Oh, he does? Okay. Yeah, and and he, and he his actor also voices Ash's Turtwig as well. I see. It looks like he... Yeah, he, he's been the only voice actor for Gary Oak. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, because... It's weird 
I don't know if maybe the voice acting uh, change um, kind of like messed with my head because uh-huh. I do remember thinking originally back then that he sounded way different. And I had thought that maybe they also changed his voice actor as well. But upon doing research uh, for this episode, uh, I couldn't find anything. So I just assumed that it was his original voice actor. So that's crazy that they kept him. Yeah, out of like all the people, I guess it makes sense because he's not around too often. This is the second time well, we've seen Gary in Sinnoh. Yeah, but I want. Yeah, I wonder why they did him because he's he's the current James's voice actor. Yes, so he took over James after the switch during Battle of Frontier, but. Then it it looks like they also just kept him going as Gary because Gary Gary only appears in like the last episode of Battle Frontier. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's how so. we we were introduced to Sino. Right, exactly. Like I popped. I was like, "Whoa, he's here!" <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, but yeah, definitely oh. hyped to see him. I've been waiting for for the English version of his episode uh, on Journeys to drop. So I guess mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to wait till January to see like uh, the people's reaction to it because I, I enjoyed that episode. But yeah. yeah, we see we see Gary uh, comforting Ashes Gliger and 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 once again where Don is introduces us, us to him as a uh, poetry poetry guy's uh, poetry grandson. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone else just like collapses and like oh yeah, <laughs> even Piplup's kind of like all right. Uh. Yeah. Uh, and Gary's like, it'd be a lot easier if you just used my name. <laughs> just say it. Uh, but Ash, of course, asks the obvious question is, what are you doing here? And Gary says that he's on his way to Lake Valor to take a look at the legendary Pokemon that our heroes saw. Yeah, more specifically, the one that Ash saw. Uh- yes, exactly. So what we know about this is that Ash saw something that appears to be a legendary Pokemon told all his friends and then Don said hey let's go tell Professor Rowan in the morning and we never saw that scene yeah and I was like oh I I guess it happened but th- it's really interesting that they like we'll just confirm that interaction like 10 episodes later with Gary yeah and it, it definitely leaves me questioning if there's more to this appearance than just nostalgia. Um, so I'll definitely be looking forward to see if he does appear. If not, then it's kind of a bummer that they got my hopes up. Well, well, Gary is a recurring character because he's working under Professor Rowan in this region as a researcher. Oh, okay. That's so, cool. All right. Yeah, so we do know he'll he'll be around just like appearing. He appeared 40 episodes ago with the shield on that he was trying to rescue from Hunter J. Uh, but they didn't really have time to catch up because you're running from a bounty hunter, so can't do much there. Uh, but here, he's going to check out, like, Valor. And so he's going, like, the opposite way that they're going and asks about what's going on with this Glygar. And Ash is like, oh, that's mine. And... Gary says, like, oh, so you were in the middle of training and Gl- Gligar took off, right? And I was just like, what? How do you know? <laughs> yeah, it, I I always liked the fact that 
you know, we were first introduced to him as kind of like a snobby, mm-hmm. bully type character. But this entire time, he was someone who was very savvy and smart when it came to Pokemon. Um, maybe it could be that after he had a heart-to-heart kind of change that he became more focused when it came to Pokemon. Because the fact that he could analyze it right away that that um, Ash was kind of having trouble training it right um just really shows like he's kind of for me like on the level of of brock in terms of pokemon knowledge Mm. um so it's it's always good to see uh that part of gary that knows like a lot about pokemon and when and uh how to properly train them as we'll see in this episode right because he offers ash his help in just training him and Ash is pretty defensive. He's like, no, like, no thanks. Yeah, and and Gary, like, always being the tease, kind of tells him, like, you know, like, your training methods are pretty bad. Um, which... <laughs> because, yeah, because Glegor gets scared and hides yeah, behind him. Just fires Ash up. And what he does next, like, I didn't like the fact that he, he grabbed Glegor and yeah. pretty much tried to drag it against its will. It's like, come on, man, you're not... You're not helping the case here. Um, right. And this is my main issue with this episode is Ash feels weirdly out of character here as he tries to train Gligar. Yeah. And I wish we could say it's because of Gary, but that's not really the case. Right. Because we saw him before, like, for whatever reason, he was super upset. Yes. he. It looks like... Ash was already behaving like this even before Gary. So I'm glad you brought that up because I think some people could easily say that if if they aren't looking at the evidence that we've talked about already for like the first 10 minutes of this episode. But it's clearly not related to Gary because, well, at least it was pre-existing before they met Gary. Yeah. Yeah, I think just, just the fact that he was uh, a bit upset, but the the whole, I think, him still kind of feeling inferior to Gary kind of mm-hmm. caused his little, like, outburst to try to drag Gligar against his will. Gligar's <laughs> just like, come on, let me go. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it was definitely played for laughs. And I think it's more that Ash just has a lot of pride. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, I can train this Gligar how, how I... I think I, 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 I'll do well with it. Um, but begrudgingly, he accepts his offer to train, and uh, Gary sends out his Umbreon. Yes, the best Pokemon to ever exist. Umbreon, <laughs> my favorite number one Pokemon. Look in the entire number of Pokemon, which is what eight hundred <laughs> something. Umbreon number I- one. I like Umbreon, but Espeon's my favorite. Yeah, Espeon's pretty cool. I think uh-huh. I don't think I have like uh, an evolution that I don't like. I think all mm. of them are, are amazing. Right. Um, Espeon is is really cool as well. Yeah, uh, I, I just, don't think there's anyone who likes Umbreon or likes Espeon and dislikes the other one. Yeah, I just like the look of it, and and uh, I should probably watch it later because they make an appearance both pokemon make an appearance in journeys 
So, oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely have to watch that because they have these really cool like pendants. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm wondering what those pendants are for. But yeah, uh, we we get a a taste of of uh, Gary's training methods. Right, because we haven't actually we haven't seen Gary battle in a while, um, and he uses Shadow Ball to start off. Uh, as Gligar kind kind of tries to go in with a steel wing, uh, with its little like short hop attack, but Gligar it doesn't get hit by the shadow ball, but gets scared by the shadow ball. Yeah, man. Just, <laughs> I mean, you you gotta give props to Gligar for at least trying, because it's it's definitely tried on on all three occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, right then Gary makes that assumption and he asks you know how many times has it been in battle right and that's when he, he finds out you know like uh, it, it was beat pretty bad by a glide score yes and it, it kind of comes together that Gligar is just very scared in battle like he can get very amped up but is just not good to when he's facing an opponent. Yeah, I think in the the Japanese version, he said something to the extent of like Gligar likes to battle, but it gives into its fear easily. Mm. Um, and I thought I thought both versions were going somewhere with this, but he mm. just he just suggests, oh, why not use your tail? Yeah, like what? <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, you just made a point about it being scared. <laughs> What what's going on? It's a weird direction for Gary to have this insight and then say, "Let's work on this move." And I don't know if he's trying to pull like a 500 IQ tactic here by saying, "Hey, if Gligar can get over the fear of steel wing, it can get over the fear of battling." But I think that's too much credit to give him. Yeah, but does he does he say something to that extent? Because I feel like he did, didn't he? Okay, so he says, "Here's the quote." So I guess I guess maybe he does say something pretty similar there that says that the most important thing about working with Steel Wing is to jump as high as you can. So if we can master that, no doubt Gligar will have lots more confidence in battle. That's that's the English version, and that's the closest I think to what I was saying. But it still just feels kind yeah. of weird to suggest yeah, that it still doesn't connect. Because he used steel wing fine. Like if it was one of Gligar's moves that maybe he was struggling with, I could see it. But it's more about like the being engaged with an opponent that seems to throw Gligar off. Yeah, that's. Yeah, they pretty much glossed over that aspect, mm-hmm. which I kind of wish they wouldn't have. Um, Especially because of what happens next. Yeah, it just like felt just random, right? Like it just popped out mm-hmm. of nowhere. It's like, oh, like has it had any, uh, how, how, what's its battle experience? Like, oh, it got beat. Like, okay, well, why not use your tail? <laughs> like what? <laughs> and I thought it was annoying as well that like after Gary makes a suggestion, Ash pretty much says it word for word. 
Mm-hmm. Like if it was his idea, he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like, you should tell us a spring to go up. Right. Um, and yeah, we see Gligar use it and, and it's high up in the sky and then it looks down and it was having second thoughts. Abort, abort, abort. Yeah. And it aborts much... right into Ash's face again. Yeah, it was pretty much swimming in the air to, to get yeah, to Ash faster. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 I don't like it up here. Yeah, he he, he was not a fan. Um, so it comes down, and he he that's where they say like, oh yeah, I got beat by Gliscor, and then another random turn. Gary's like, I know, we'll evolve Gligar. Yeah, he brings out the the razor fang. Yes. And he um, says, oh yeah, we need this item to evolve Gligar. And if we do that, all sorts of Gligar's abilities are going to improve. And it's going to be better? Like, more confident? Yeah. So you see, and, and I feel like they mistranslated uh, it because... okay. When Gary said, when yeah, well, yeah, Gary in the sub, he's like, it's it's abilities, it's stats, it's stamina, and it's fee- it will all improve to the point that it won't be afraid anymore. Mm-hmm. So that that definitely translated well for me, cause like well, the reasoning as to why he thought it should evolve, because it, it felt like oh, if it evolves, you know, it'll be more confident in itself that it won't be scared. Whereas I think in the English, it kind of didn't. Uh, translate as well maybe yeah it still doesn't feel super strong to me because it's it feels like it's more about having stage fright for Gligar instead of its abilities like it's it's able to do the moves outside of battle and even in battle but it gets startled easily about maybe like getting hurt. I think it's kind of the implication. Um, yeah, I I think what they were going for was kind of like feeding the big kid complex. You know, how like little kids, like you tell them, like oh, like if you use this, it'll make you stronger. Maybe, that's, yeah. That's kind of how how you like like in the the second Amazing Spider-Man. There's a scene where he he wants to save a kid. But the kid uh-huh. is scared, and so he takes off the mask, and he goes, use it, because if you do, it'll make you stronger, and that helps the kid reach out. So I feel like mm-hmm. maybe they they were kind of going for that, or like, if you evolve, you'll be stronger, so you won't need to worry about um, being scared. Right. And and it kind of was the, the emphasis for it, because you see Gliger, like, wanting to evolve uh, right after Gary gives uh-huh. it the the fang and it's just like here give me it give me it and i was just like no 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 you gotta you gotta go through your training first you're right and this is probably the most in character thing for ash is being like no no salute evolution isn't going to solve everything yeah because he definitely learned from that mistake way way long ago <laughs> Yeah, and we even had an episode earlier with Pikachu and being like, oh, hey, God. we could still take down our evolved form with uh, just Pikachu. Yeah, I have some things to say about that episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, you and everyone else, apparently. <laughs> but, but it's about Gligar today, so we're going to go with yeah. that. Um, but 
I I mean, it it feels good to see that Ash is like, no, let's not immediately just turn to evolution. Yeah, but I kind of want Clagar to be a little more mature mentally too first. If this is its immediate reaction of like, gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah, so you you can see right there that it's pretty much the example of a child because it's like mm-hmm. a child doesn't think about working hard for for gaining these things, and Ash is just like, no, like first we need to we need to prove that you can do it without this, and this will be your reward if you still want it. Um, right, but like, I think I think he's Glagar not trying was, to rush Glygar. Yeah, Glygar was just. I think desperate to look for any way out that it could overcome mm-hmm. its fear. That once it was given like the keys to the kingdom, it was like, oh, I need to have it. Like I need to have it right now. Yeah, and I'm mixed on how this gets executed later on, but in theory, I think this is good. Uh, but we'll see how that actually pans out. So. They're interrupted by a thematic Gliscore balloon from Team Rocket. Which I'm also like, why? Like, you very clearly said you wanted Glycar. You didn't even want to evolve it. I think it was for the intimidation factor. Um, They knew that it got beaten by Gliscore. But do you want to know something else? Uh Uh-huh. This is robot number one. What what does that mean? (laughs) That means they have more. <laughs> In the, the Japanese version, James refers to it as, as the, the Gliscore bot number one. Oh, okay. So, well, he calls it Glycoon or Glycoon, Glybot Kun number one. So, okay. Just so you know, there's more than one out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least, at least it's the first one. Maybe that it just means. They can only go up from here. This is the first model. And it does have a cool Gligar tail extension thing, uh, which basically goes down to capture Gligar. And Ash jumps on and tries to rescue Gligar as well. Uh, saying that no Gligar's staying with me, and everyone just, like, <laughs> everyone just watches, I guess, so Ash sends out Staravia to come help, but it's immediately blasted away by Jesse, who uses her Survivor's Haze, and then Mega's Silverwind. Yeah, and this is, uh, Gary's reunion with Team Rocket, calling them lame. <laughs> Yeah. Uh but in the in the, the Japanese he's like, you just never grow up, do you? Uh, <laughs> so they they take offense to that. And yeah, she 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 uses a combination of that was pretty, pretty hard hitting. I mean yeah. the that, and the fact that Staravia was pretty much like thrown all the way to the ground. Um, it it looks so, like it's knocked out on the floor actually. Yeah, it, yeah, it did look like it was like a one hit KO and uh um, they unfortunately they they had an an extra luggage coming with them, so uh, right. we we 
we'll see later on uh, what happens between these two captives. You remember how you said earlier, like, why is Pikachu running with Ash? Yeah. Why is Pikachu not running with Ash here? <laughs> you know what? It it Pikachu sadly went through an Aqua Jet. It went through uh, Gligar trying to escape Turtwig. So it was just like, nah. You know what? You can take this one. I, I'm, I'm taking a break. Pikachu's <laughs> <laughs> like, nah. This is yeah, this is overtime yeah. for me. <laughs> it's like you got the, you got this. You got this, Ash. Come on. I believe in you. Ash has been got though because he's in the cage with Gligar as Team Rocket's celebrating. So they are deciding to have a feast of their own in the form of an eight layer canned food cake, which is just a pile of canned food. In 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 uh the Japanese version it's referred to as a modest meal. But Meowth being ever so thankful says, modest meal, this is a luxury meal. Um, so it just shows like pretty much they're I guess they're they're used to scrapping by for with days yeah. with no food. So uh an eight layer can cake is for them is just heaven. And Right. They they're they can, in the way. Yeah, they consume it to the point where they they're stuffed and, and fall asleep. Yeah, all that pineapple just puts them to bed. But in the meantime, Gary, Brock, and Dawn are looking for Ash and Gligar as the sun is setting. And for some reason, they give this poor Staravia Ash's backpack to carry. But it looked cool, didn't it? Come on. It it looked, it looked yes, cool. It, I, it looked cool. But if it's flying around carrying that the whole time, it must be so exhausted. All it needed was to take out some shades. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, because what what would it have? Ash Ash probably has like what his tent in there, his sleeping bag that for some reason disappeared. Like yeah, he, he used them. Uh, okay, pre- okay, presumably. He has all his Pokeballs in there because we don't see him try to escape right? with any see, other Pokemon. And I was going to bring that up. Mm-hmm. So like, he, had, I, he had all his mm-hmm. Pokemon except for Staravia. Right. In his and backpack. Pikachu. And Pikachu in his backpack. Um, Even though but, he was just like using Turtwig and Buizel, but and Chimchar. Like what? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was for the plot, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the implication that we're trying to get with the backpack on Staravia, because otherwise they would just have Staravia, like, flying by itself. Yeah, but I I, I do wish they would have at least said something like, oh, his Pokeballs are in his backpack. Right, because it it sounds like they didn't say that in the Japanese version either. No, they don't acknowledge it whatsoever. Because I was was like you too. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, why isn't he using Chimchar? Why isn't he getting Turtwig out? Okay. That by itself is kind of questionable. But then the next scene when they're in the cage trying to get out, we have Gligar continually using X-Scissor to no effect. So then Aster's trying to tackle the cage. And that also doesn't work. So they're, they eventually get through when, all, when they both combine them. But... I'm just like, 
use steel wing use some other move like I don't know why it has to be X-Scissor right here. I feel it was kind of because the cutting method with X-Scissor. Maybe. Well, that's the thing. Because they try. that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, they're trying to cut it. But then it looks like Ash was actually just trying to get one of the bars to, to like, come loose. He, He had noticed that it got loose. Right, exactly. So... I don't know. It, it it seemed a little weird to me. And maybe it was partly because they also kept showing the same animation over and over. Yeah, that and, it was just getting old. Yeah, and, and one nitpick that I had was um, his English voice actor was not good at whispering. Um, <laughs> I feel like at moments he was so loud. I was like, how are they not awake yet? Yeah, and, Whereas, and like... Whereas in the the Japanese, he was definitely whispering. He was like, oh, let me try. Um, oh, like, you go, mm-hmm. Gligar, now. Go do it. He was like, all right, Gligar, go. I was like, what are you doing? You're going to wake them up. Yeah. <laughs> Zero stealth. Yeah. But I did I did like seeing that that um there was kind of like a soreness adding to, to Gligar's mm, yeah. um, claws. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a mm-hmm. nice little detail showing that. Because sometimes it wouldn't, we wouldn't really think about the ramifications of, of what something might like that might do to a Pokemon's body. So it was yeah. definitely a nice touch that they showed it like swelling up. Right. That's true. You could see that that it wasn't just like Gligar not trying. That it was actually putting a lot of effort into it because its its claws were getting um getting red from hitting the bar so much. But this, so the third part that bothered me was, yeah, like you mentioned, they try like five or six times and each time it's super loud (laughs) and no one notices. But then the fourth thing is we see Gligar try Exorcist a bunch of times again. And it's not strong enough until Ash tries with him. So it really makes it feel like Gligar's super weak. I mean, I can see that, especially with, with the fact that it still doesn't have as much experience in battling. And you can also attest to to when Ash first starts um, doing it himself, it kind of motivates Gligar. And it's just like, whoa, like he's doing this for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when it came to both of them doing it together, it was more or less Gligar giving it its all and adding like 20% to that because mm. uh, it was extra motivated. Motivated Because I, I, I definitely didn't get that feeling that you did, that Gligar is super weak. Um, Interesting, but I could, okay. I, I, I definitely could see your point because it, it, it does fail numerous amount of times. Um, I just thought it was more like Gligar wanting to do it, but seeing Ash give it his, his all for, for Gligar as well kind of give, gave it that extra nudge. And, sure. and them working together was pretty much what needed to happen for them to escape. Kind of as in they're finally like in sync and found their, their um, partnership in each other. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I could see like your point of, of it 
kind of being like you know Gligar's kind of weak and it could kind of like set someone off that that would see your point of view as well yeah because they I feel like every time we've seen a scene like this in the anime it's typically like the third time that they're able to get through but here it's like seven maybe and it just felt weird. It felt like there was supposed to be something that happens and nothing did. Like maybe if they if they had talked a bit more each time between about like how to improve and Ash had given had given it more instructions, I would kind of see them develop more. But there it was to me not super justifiable. It's why they kept trying the same thing over and over. Yeah, yeah, definitely because, yeah, it was, it definitely took them a long, long time until they finally got to break it. Yeah, and like, maybe Ash could have, because eventually what Ash says, like, let's focus on this one that seems to be loose. After, (laughs) after like six tries. And maybe if they had done that from the beginning or had noticed earlier, I would be I would be more forgiving. I would be more forgiving of it. But it just felt a little awkward to me that they decided that that had to take that many attempts for them to break it loose. But eventually it does work and they start trying to make their way back to their friends and they come across the (laughs) the worst bridge ever. Yeah, like, jeez. It's um, it's I, more holes than it is bridge. Yeah, I guess we can assume that nobody has used that bridge in years. <laughs> B- basically, um, yeah. Yeah, and I do wonder what it was for originally and what new maybe bridge or route that was created mm-hmm. for that bridge to not be used anymore. But I... This was another case where I was like, why doesn't he suggest Gligar to just glide mm-hmm. over? And yeah, can, what he the can heck? Go, he can go through the bridge by himself. Uh-huh. But, then, but then they were, they kind of like justified it because we see like a big gust of wind. Mm, yeah. So I feel like if Gligar was in mid-flight, that wind would have taken him and made the situation even worse. That's true, right, because we, we do kind of know that Gligar isn't a very confident flyer. Yeah. And with that win, definitely would have just like, bye, Gligar. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a whole different episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, gotta find a new Pokemon. Um, but the bridge collapses underneath them, and Ash manages to hold on, and they climb back up. In the meantime, the, James... On the other side, w- right? No, on the same side. Oh, was it the same side? Yeah, that's oh, the okay. worst part. They didn't even make it to the other side. Yeah, because I noticed like they, 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 he held on to the, the bridge that was where they were coming from. Right. But when he climbed up, it looked like he had made it through the other side, which was uh-huh. confusing for me. But now that you confirmed, it was the same side. Uh, that makes and the more reason, sense. Yeah, and the reason I know is because. He still says we have to figure out a way to get across. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I always so, forget those parts. 
Yeah, there are a lot of these moments in this episode, especially that I'm like, they say things very quickly, and if you miss it, you miss it. Yeah. Um, and and before we get to this point, uh, Team Rocket does wake up James, and specifically, he tells everyone, "Hey, they they got out of the cage. We have to go find them." And Ash, meanwhile, is like, "Hey, let's go figure out how to cross." How about we cut down this tree and use it as a bridge to get across, basically? Yeah. So Gligar uses uses its new tail trick to jump up and use steel wing on the tree, but it's not strong enough and gets hit. It gets bounced back, basically. Yeah. Um, I do like the aspect of of the the tail. Because it gives mm-hmm. him that that height, and and he, I feel like I don't know if if it did it, but if it would have dived head first and then opened its wings to use steel wing, it probably could have gotten more speed, mm-hmm. and would have probably cut it in the first try. Um, but I they had to do it for time, so uh, the first <laughs> try was a fail. Yeah, and like. First tries to fail, and but but Gligar actually does seem more motivated here. Yes, definitely. Ash is even like, "Oh, what's gotten into you?" Uh, all right, let's try. Uh, he's like, "Way to go!" Now I know you can do it. So it becomes very encouraging and tells Gligar to use steel again, which it does in a determined fashion again, using its new tail trick. And Ash is like, "Just believe in yourself." And it does, I guess, <laughs> by, like, coming down. And uh, makes a path for them to cross, which <laughs> has a really fun moment, actually, between Ash and Gligar who start dancing. <laughs> yeah, that was really cute. Uh, you see, and, and it ends with uh, Gligar jumping into his arms. And, uh, yeah, because Ash offers him the Razor Fang. He's like, hey, if you want it, yeah. you can do it. And, and Gligar's yeah. super happy about this. Yeah, it was a really cute moment, and it was funny because I sometimes forget his age, mm-hmm. and when Gligar hugs him, he looked just like a little kid. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so for me, it added more to that like wholesome moment. It's like, oh, yeah, it's a really cute hug for sure. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, he's ten years old. What am, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, it, it looked. He definitely looked like like a, a, a kid hugging. Uh, like Gligar in that moment, and it was really yeah. cool too. Cause, like the little, their little dance, and then twirling uh, Gligar around. Um, so it was, it was very funny and a cute moment. Though it does make me wish that they had spent less time on the cage and maybe more time on the tree. How do you feel about that? I feel like steel is harder to break than wood. <laughs> That's fair, but I think it's cooler to focus on the big tree and also the fact that the tree is maybe a little more more of a of a realistic challenge that Gligar can face in the future. And also confront using its full potential. Because in the cage, maybe that's why they weren't using Steel Wing. Because it couldn't, like, 
fly and everything. But here it was very much about, hey, let's use your tail trick and focus on your moves at, at full potential. Versus the cage being like very limited in terms of what Gligar can do. Yeah, but the the point of the cage was for Ash to motivate Gligar, which is why in this scene it was more and more motivated to cut down the tree. So I feel like if they would have spent less time, mm. it would have mm. been too easy for Gligar, and Gligar wouldn't have been as motivated as it was during the scene because by this point he was it was pretty much in sync with Ash. Um, which yeah. Is why it was like no, like let's keep going, and and why Ash took note of it. Right, like because there's that distinct moment where we see like Glagar not giving up easily, but in some ways I kind of wish this worked for Ash as well, because if here at Glagar had gotten had gotten unmotivated and Ash maybe was like angry again and then realized either that he was angry again or that he was compassionate and then realized that he has to be more compassionate with Gligar that Ash's Ash would have that epiphany it's like no I have to treat Gligar like this as well and encourage him because in this case he can't do anything to help Gligar physically but he can do it emotionally and psychologically I mean, where's that super strength that he's had throughout yeah. the anime? I mean, yeah. we, we've seen him pretty much yeet a log in, right. in Poland. <laughs> so. Hey, hey, he's saving that for when the tree comes down and they need to move it somewhere, yeah. clearly. Uh, but yeah, that's just my my take take on this little sequence here, which is immediately interrupted. By a really funny entrance, actually, that's also like, what the heck? How did you do this? Yeah, they 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 come through the cavern, right? Yeah, they come out of the yeah, canyon in their Gligar like, thing and push over the log. Like, what in the world? <laughs> like, wait, how did you get ahead and under <laughs> where they were? Oh, yeah, man. Like, did they use dig? <clears throat> and came out like was there like a secret rocket base that we're not aware <laughs> yeah, of? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like what? What happened here? Um, but they're they're getting their Gliscor robot balloon thing, and Meowth uses the controls to try to grab Gligar, but Ash steps in the way. So instead, they've captured Ash and raise him up in the air, telling, uh, and Ash, who's holding Gligar, says, quick, Gligar, you gotta get moving. Yeah, and pretty much, like, throws it, like, down to its doom. Like, you just see Gligar, like, reaching up to the sky, like, what's going on? <laughs> It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like he should have. Bye. Thrown, yeah, like he he could have thrown it up. So like, give way, it momentum. Don't just yeah, dead drop just it. Pretty, yeah, he just dropped it. I was like, what are you doing? 
Glycar, literally, it says in the closed caption, screaming. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it was doing. It was screaming to its death. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. like, what is happening? <laughs> I feel, because I feel like, first, uh huh. I feel like this kid was like, this is for 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 what happened earlier in the day. <laughs> His last act is yeah. punishing Glycar. <laughs> Uh, so Glagar goes from shocked to scream as, uh, as Ash drops it, and Team Rocket is also shocked. They're like, the twerp, the twerp flipped. (laughs) (laughs) And then what's even funnier is, like, Ash is like, well, you know, like, I'm not gonna let you get away with it. Uh Uh-huh. And he loses his balance, because obviously, I mean, it's round. I don't think Mm -hmm. you could keep it round your your um belt a flat surface on on something round so he slips and while he's flying you just see glygar just like gliding like whatever like yeah he's just trying to float down yeah it was pretty much floating down it, was, it wasn't even like oh like i should go back up it was like nah forget this kid i'm just gonna go find safety for myself <laughs> <laughs> and you just see ash like falling and then it turns to look at ash like oh well i guess i gotta help you now <laughs> Glycar had like okay, Glycar had like no plan. It was like I guess I'm just gonna yeah. float down. <laughs> uh-huh. and, and and then yeah, Ash like flies past him and Glygar is like, Hey, I'm coming and Ash is like, here, catch the razor fang. Which by some miracle this klutzy Glygar catches. And evolves in front of the full moon. Which is a really cool visual. Yeah, I do like that for sure. It was a really cool visual. Which, you know you know, what's funny is, for some reason in my head, Gligar evolved in a sandstorm during the Oh, day. okay. That's how, yeah, that's how I remember the episode. I don't know why. Interesting. Yeah. So I was, I'm not sure where that came from. Yeah, I, because I, I know I watched the episode when it evolved. Mm-hmm. But for some reason in my head, it evolved in a sandstorm during the day. Okay, well, this is very weird? much not yeah, that. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah. good to clarify it, I guess. But yeah, again, it was a very, very, very beautiful, cool visual. It pretty right. Much mor- it pretty much morphed right in front of our eyes. Yeah, um, it, was, it was a nice little moment for sure. And even Gliscor, uh, or even Ash, is distracted by this as he momentarily is like, wow, you're Gliscor now, and forgets that he's falling to his death. And you know what's... I, do they, I feel like they do that for the English version, because in the Japanese, he's not amazed. He's just like, oh, Gliscor. Like, he's not like, oh, you evolved. Oh. Like, Gliscor. Kind of like, like happy that it's already evolved. Huh. Like, he's not like, oh, you evolved. I mean, of course it evolved, Ash. Come on. You threw it. The thing what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> for a specific reason. It's just like yeah. acknowledging it like, ah, oh, Gliscor, you're here. Oh. I guess that both work, but uh, yeah, it does seem a little weird that he's like surprised that he evolved. Um, and as his. Mortality becomes apparent to him. Gliscor does catch him and hit the ground with its tail, which is now 
much stronger given that it's a bigger version of a Gligar, basically. And Ash is safe. Can we assume that Ash was seconds away from his death? Apparently. Just by how quick that landing was? Well, uh, you could maybe justify that there's like a few seconds that it cuts between those two moments. Because I was like whoa like yeah it, it seems like they, instant that they they caught yeah, him yeah i was like dang like if you wouldn't have caught him in time it's over it's over he's kaput he's literally uh, ash ketchup, not ketchup. <laughs> stop <laughs> uh but team rocket has not had enough and tries to go in for Gliscor again with their robot mech thing, uh, Gliscor is able to counter their attack with an X scissor. And then everyone else shows up. Like, okay, how did they get to the bottom of this canyon? Because Why were they at the bottom of this canyon? <laughs> because according to Gary, he knew the entire layout of the area. Uh, oh... Earlier did, on, when yeah, were... he said like I know this area like the back of my hand. And I'm like, no way. There's no way you do. You were well, on your way to Lake Valor, so you're I clearly mean, passing obviously... through here. Well, in the Japanese version, he said he was there for a while, which is why oh really? Knew... Yeah, which is okay. why he knew the layout. He said I've studied the layout here for <laughs> okay, a bit. Gary. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. I mean, I'll, I'll give it to him. Then. <laughs> G- Gary's Gary falls in line with with um, Suicune and and Marnie, where they just travel <laughs> instantly. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> oh man, just perfect awareness of their surroundings. Um. Everyone's like, "Oh, cool! Is that Gligar? That's so cool. He evolved. Yeah." Story is like, "Oh my god! Finally, I can sit down." <laughs> <laughs> still carrying the backpack. Um, Pikachu's amazed, and everyone's like, yeah, it evolved. Um, and then Meowth sends in the arms. Yeah, because according to them, this Gligar is not going to look up to the to the Gligar ro- robot. You're right. So it's a full offense for them. And it sends out these, like, rocket arm claws to try and grab Gliscor, but Gliscor intercepts with X-Scissor, and then wraps up with a, like, samurai showdown between uh, Gliscor and the Gliscor bot, as it first uses its tail to, like, swing on a branch for momentum, and comes in with Steelwing. Yeah, and we get that um, that typical showdown moment of mm-hmm. of uh, did it win? Did it not? Because you kind of see like Team Rocket being like, "Yeah, there's no way it beat us." Right, and then we see that it perfectly sliced their robot in half, which doesn't make sense because it's it literally it, like what? <laughs> it cut it in half vertically, not horizontally. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, what's going on? Where are the physics here? Apparently, Gliscor, like, turned 180 degrees or 90 degrees for, like, a second and then flipped back or something. I guess. 
And, yeah. But it, even then, its wing is too small to like cut it right through the middle. Yeah. Uh, anime, am I right? It probably, uh, it probably uses the the point of its tail for extra. Maybe <laughs> it cheats. <laughs> but yeah, Team Rocket's done for. Uh, and then Glasgow comes in for a classic hug. Uh, on, on the Ash and Don's like, well, guess old habits die, die hard. And Team Rocket's kind of sad to see their Gliscore bot defeated. And Pikachu finishes them off with a classic Thunderbolt, sending them blasting off again. Yeah, and and Meowth in the in the Japanese version had this funny line of like, well, now that it's a Gliscore, we can't use it to cover the boss's face because it's too big. Oh, he does. Okay, yeah, so they acknowledge that, it. Nice. Yeah, that moment where it's like he's just like standing there. Right. Uh, he's just like, whoa. Well, now that it's a Gliscor, like we can't use it for the boss. And uh, Jesse and James are like, well, come and help us out. Like, stop just standing there and thinking yeah. about the boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, that's fun. And, and they blast off, and and uh, and one like weird thing was when they eat the cans. Obviously, we see that it's peaches, right? Like peaches or uh, like a pineapple, right? But James James says that it was a can of tuna. Oh, weird. Yeah, I thought that was weird, because the 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 voice actor literally says it in English. It says tuna. Does he? Yeah. In the in the I Japanese don't... version, in the Japanese version. Oh, in the Japanese version. Okay. Yeah, but they show that it, they're peaches earlier right. on, so that was kind of. It was another uh, Hamilton case where it was one thing originally, and they changed it. Just like his original blue hair was changed to brown. Weird. Okay. Well. Yeah. So, yeah. At the end, he was like, oh, no more cans of tuna for us. (laughs) But, yeah, that's kind of it for this episode is... It, okay, it immediately is like middle of the night, and then the sun comes up so fast, like, <laughs> like it just like whoop, <laughs> and suddenly it's morning. But and they're still standing there, so it's like, what, <laughs> what's happening here? <laughs> Once the victory is done, the sun comes out. Yeah, and we see Ash and Gary are like, "Hey, thanks for helping us like evolve Gly." Are basically, uh, but Gary's like, I didn't do anything. Um, the truth is, you were the one who got through all the rough spots with Gligar, and then just like, Oh, okay, I'll take that then. <laughs> yes, and then he recites a poem by Gary. Well, before o. that, um, oh. <laughs> Rock does say, like, I hope you get a chance to see that legendary Pokemon. Um, yes. so again, reminding us why he's going out there and oh, yeah, and then that's when Gary responds with. I'm sure I will get to know more when I get to the lake. Oh. Uh, he says something slightly different in English, then. For the English listeners, he'll, he says, I usually catch a break when I'm at the lake. No. And Don's like, oh! No. That is not a poem. <laughs> hey, it's a rhyme, <laughs> and, and that's all Don needs to be like, yes, that's a poem. <laughs> yes, but but that's not that's not what Professor Oak focuses on. Professor Oak's poems don't rhyme whatsoever. 
It, right. And so the English one's like, eh, hey, we'll just make it simple or with something. And it was funny, too, because I thought that she was, like, finally remembering about the leg spirits. She's like, oh, that's oh right. Oh, my that's God. Why you're here. Yeah, but there's like, no, a poem. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like, hey, you saw one, too, Don. Yeah. Or, yes. One more time. What was the Japanese version? Oh, the Japanese was, I'm sure I will get to know more when I get to the lake. Eh. And apparently that was a poem for Dawn because she reacted the exact same way. She's like, a poem. It's like, I knew you were his grandson. Right. Like, she's like, but what do you expect from the grandson of a poet? Yeah. Uh, So everyone else is just like, all right. But Gary, Gary actually is not helping here because he he is encouraging her and says, okay, here's another one, Dawn. Yeah, and, and the and Japanese it, version says, "Oh no, I didn't write that one down." Oh come oh. on! <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we gonna but say? I, I thought it was gonna be like when he finally says a poem. She's like, uh, "No, that's not a poem." I thought that was gonna be the uh, joke. Like, like she compliments, right. she compliments what wasn't supposed to be the actual poem, uh-huh. but like uh, doesn't credit the real poem. But she liked the same the poem the same. Yeah, that would be funny for sure. Like, wait, what poem? <laughs> but instead he says, stay healthy and strong and you'll never go wrong. And Dawn's just beaming. Uh, and Ash is like, oh, good one, Gary. <laughs> Dawn takes it to heart saying, words to live by. But that is pretty much it there. They say goodbye to Gary. And Ash is like, hey, Glyscore, now that you've evolved, we've got some serious training to do. So get ready. And Glyscore's, yeah, we'll do it. Um, and as the sun comes up above them, literally none of them have had sleep for the last, like, 12 hours, probably. Yeah, that's uh, true. And they continue on their journey. Hmm? They're not feeling it whatsoever. Apparently. Um, so, yeah, what did you think of Fighting Fear with Fear, episode 33 of Battle Dimension? It was a good episode. It it had its its moments um, of uh, comedy and um, I guess relationship building moments. Mm. But it it definitely had a lot of flaws that mm-hmm. we discussed. Uh, so I think as an overall rating, I probably give it a six point five. Okay. Um, I mean, it definitely has a lot of Pokemon that uh, I favor, which was, you know, Swinub, yeah. uh, Gligar, Umbreon, and, and the character of Gary. But I feel like I focused... When, when, when the flaws are your main focus during an episode, I feel like the episode isn't doing as good as a job mm-hmm. to kind of... Uh, make you focus more on the story rather than than the overall flaws so uh it was definitely an enjoyable episode but i think the flaws stood out more so i'll give it a 6.5 yeah like hearing your perspective definitely makes it a little more favorable to me because going in i was like i i've i was struggling to like this episode but I think one of the big things that stood out was like Ash being out of character for lots of it and 
the weird path of logic that Gary was also taking it in some ways to help Ash. But in the end, it has a strong ending, which is usually not the, the case. A lot of the time it's like the first half and then the middle are really good and the ending just kind of like peters out. But this one actually did a surprisingly good job, probably because they know what gear is going to be up to. So we give like a solid goodbye and also Don's poetry connection to him helps them do something. So I think with that, like, yeah, Glass Gore evolves. And if you want that, that's that's cool. I, I definitely like Glass Gore on the team. Um... But th there's just a lot of weird moments that kind of upset the foundation of me liking this. So with that, I'll probably give it like a 5.5 out of 10. And also, this is probably the episode that convinced me as a kid to teach my Umbreon Shadow Ball in Diamond and Pearl. Come on, Will. Hey, hey, <laughs> I was like, I want a cool move that lets me hit opponents far away like they do in the anime <laughs> but yeah is the, this is my question of the week is there any character in the anime who has a move on their pokemon that you as a kid taught your pokemon because you're like oh if they, they have an anime like i could teach my pokemon too and specifically if there's a move that you regret like i did <laughs> teaching it just because it wasn't good for its typing or its stats or something so, because umbreon is not a good special attacker yeah so with umbreon because of nostalgia i always base it off of what my memory of gary's umbreon was so it always mm -hmm. has to have swift and shadow ball oh okay um definitely when it comes to pikachu i try to make it learn the movesets of the current anime seasons mm-hmm uh, da, 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 da. I think. See for Pikachu, oh, I always. Oh, uh huh. Definitely, Charizard always has to have seismic toss. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because of the anime, it always uh -huh. has to have seismic toss. Uh, there's a lot of more, but those are are the first ones that come to mind. Are there any of those that you regret? That I regret like regret from the mm -hmm. anime. Yeah. That I taught that I regret. Uh, double team. Oh, who because, did you teach Double Team? Well, every Pokemon. Because, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's indestructible in the anime, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the game, it doesn't really do what the anime shows it does. Exactly. It's very much hyped up in the anime. Yeah. Oh, and another one, uh, uh, Swellow with, with uh, Aerial Ace. Yeah, that, that would make sense, though, I'd say. Yeah. So, yeah, there's definitely like a lot of Pokemon where I see their moves. Mm -hmm. Like I want to imitate. Like when I when I found out about uh, Magnet Bomb, I was like excited <laughs> to teach a Pokemon Magnet Bomb, but sadly it was uh, discontinued. So yeah, I think I taught Beniri Ice Beam because of Dawn, and I'm like, oh, that Ice Beam could really have been better on like most other Pokemon. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you have a move like that, feel free to share that in the comments below. As always, you can watch the show on Pokemon TV, which is on mobile, desktop, and Switch. And feel free to share your thoughts on what you've been 
watching on there, even if it's not Sinnoh-related. That would be cool to hear what people are checking out on there, because there's a ton of other anime seasons that you can check out. And, yeah, as always, Manny, thanks so much for being here this week. Yes, always a pleasure. And before I leave, we gotta bring it back to another poem. Oh, wow. Triple poem this episode. By the professional himself. Oh, okay, okay. The source. Yes. Uh, he's not Samson, right? I always confuse. He's Samuel, right? Samuel Oak? Samuel. Yep. Okay. Samuel Oak. And a, this poem is titled Gliscore. And it goes like this. Uh-huh. In, in trusting itself to the wind, Gliscore flies shakily. Okay. And there you go. There I'll you go. take it. And trust yourself to the wind. Become one with the wind. <laughs> I... Okay, so Gliscore is a special place for me because there was a YouTube channel called The Dex. And they covered a Pokemon each week, giving like trivia, background, and a lot of information about it, saying how Gliscore cannot fly, but it glides using wind currents. And at the end of the Gliscore episode, they played a little song that they made together that goes something like, Oh, Gliscore, why can you only glide? You have wings, but you cannot fly. Oh, Gliscore, please, oh, please don't try. We all know that you can only glide. Something like that. Really fun. I might share it. Look at that. uh, Huh? I said, oh, well, look at that. Yeah, it's it's a cute little song that (laughs) got stuck in my head for a while, but... Yeah, um, they're uh, up there, uh, will, so feel free to check them out. Will we be seeing any uh, pre-orders for, for your debut album as well? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not quite. I think I'm going to leave that to Nando. Okay. But yeah, feel free to check me out for any other pre-orders that I'm doing <laughs> on uh, Twitter. I will be teasing. Who knows? You, you, might, you might show up in the next Pokemon EP. Hey, there we go. Oh, yeah, I'm the the... The mysterious last artist that they have for the Pokemon 25th anniversary. <laughs> uh, which is just, you know, booming with people like Katy Perry and someone else. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, stay tuned for next week as we arrive back in Heart Home City. It's going to be an interesting one. And um, it's a cool, uh, it's a cool episode. I'm very excited about it. But yeah, um, thank you so much for listening. Again, feel free to catch any of the other episodes that we have down below. My name is Will. My name is Manny. And we will see you in Sinnoh. Until then, have a good one. Keep on practicing those cross scissors. Cross scissor. Oh yes. <laughs> <whatever>. Bye. <laughs> Bye.